0: Kids, this is carl with an update on music to code by on january 4th 2016 i released the 11th music to code by track gold that's right there are now 11 25 minute tracks including the original three and you can download them all in one big zip file for less than 50 bucks at mtcb.poot.com
1: .NET Rocks, episode 1253, with guest Jesse Sternschuss, recorded Friday, January 15th, 2016.
0: Hey, guess what? It's .NET Rocks. I'm Carl Franklin. And I'm Richard Campbell. And we're still in the fishbowl. Uh, actually, while we were here, we were recording 12 shows. So, yeah. We're almost uh, done. It's the within last day. three days, spread out over three months. There you go. Of publishing. Spreading. Yeah. yeah. Drop them all at once. Yep. 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 It's good fun. This is a good one. It's going to be a lot of fun. Jesse Sternschuss is here, and we'll be talking to her just momentarily. But first, Better Know Framework. Awesome. <laughs> Dude, what do you got? A headache from that music. Good God! <laughs> I forgot how awful that is. Uh, uh. I actually, you know, I've been looking for things that people are talking about in the social media, and one thing that's trending right now is a free. Well, not f- well. Yeah, it's free. It's a free static web publishing CDN for static content. Static resources. Yeah. It's Surge. Surge.sh. So here's what they say, static web publishing for front-end developers, zero bullshit, single command, bring your own source control, web publishing, CDN, yes, it's free. Interesting. However, if you go to their pricing page, for their free product, product, (laughs) (laughs) what you get for free is unlimited publishing, custom domain, basic SSL. Cool. But for only thirteen dollars a month per project, hmm, (laughs) for domain, (laughs) not free, unlimited publishing, custom domain, custom SSL, force HTTP to HTTPS, which is you know kind of important if you're going to have HTTPS, kind of a necessary thing, Uh, cross-origin resource sharing, custom redirects, password protection. So you don't get password protection if you're not if you want the free version. I don't even know what that means. Yeah, no, no, I don't even have an account to publish. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what that means. That's a sell. And stats and insights coming soon. So that's Surge Plus, and that's thirteen dollars a month. I just want to just tell people that there is a free option for publishing static pages that doesn't you know. I think the big thing that folks need to know these days is that CDNs are no longer just Akamai. I mean, yeah. it used to be
1: we didn't even consider a CDN because it was thousands of dollars for Akamai to work with you. Right. Uh, there's all kinds of little cloud based CDNs, and so Surge is clearly one of them. Mm-hmm. And the prices are very reasonable. In some cases, some features are even free. Yeah. But if you don't take a little time to take a look, like I run a couple of busy sites, and yeah, you know, CDNs will save your bacon. They will. Yep. So there you go, Surge. Nice Surge.sh. Do. Love it, love it, love it. Check it out. Who's talking to us, Richard? Grabbed a comment off of show 1187, the one we did with Jeremy Clark, who's here at NEC. Yes, is. It, uh, about becoming a social developer. I thought it was a really kind of cool conversation mm. that, you know, how do we all be a better team, a better uh, culture? And it certainly ties into what we're talking about today. Mm-hmm. And uh, this particular comment is from Juan Lee a couple of months ago, and he Mm -hmm. says, uh, this podcast really encouraged me, so much so that I'm actually commenting here, because I'm very much of a recluse, even online. (laughs) (laughs) I'm approaching 30, but I've still been living in my shell for what feels like much longer since I graduated from college. As a young introvert developer, it's comforting to know that developers who are more experienced in life and careers, like Jeremy and the hosts, and even the commenters here, not only acknowledge, but can relate to things talked about in the show. I probably fall close to the very edge of the wrong end of the spectrum with regards to being someone who is terrified of social interaction. Hmm. I recognize that it's not something I can continue if I want a better chance of having a successful career, whatever that means, Mm -hmm. but not where my current trajectory is taking me, Hmm. as well as providing for my family. But feeling like I'm the only one who doesn't know how to hold a conversation with a stranger for more than three exchanges, I never made that firm decision to break out of the proverbial shell. I've made some feeble attempts, but not with any real conviction or desire to persevere. But as I go through a lot of belated soul-searching and way overdue self-improvement and technical skills, I can rest in the knowledge that even for an introvert developer like myself, overcoming those social fears can be achieved. Yeah. I suspect that this episode, more than any other episode in any podcast, not that .NET Rocks isn't my number one, will help how I shape my career in the future and to a large extent myself as a person over the next few years. Nice. So thank you, Jeremy, Carl, Richard, for making this episode. And maybe, just maybe, I'll go find someone at SoCal Code Camp this week and say, hi, my name is June.
0: What do you do? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> That's awesome. I That's thought you'd great. like to hear that. Inspirational. Totally excited. I'm sure for, Jeremy for would you. love to hear that, yeah, too. Yeah,
1: I'll have to. Well, Jeremy commented, actually. Oh, he commented he, on he that. He's seen yeah. it, yeah. Yeah. There was a lot of comments on that show. Yeah. You know? It really struck a nerve. We struck a nerve. You know, we just take this stuff for granted mm. that uh, that we, you know, you fight back
0: from what is really an introverted exercise. I remember we met Jeremy in, uh, in Detroit, mm-hmm. uh, you know, at the Quicken Loans Conference. And uh, he pitched it to us, and I immediately thought it was great. Yeah, because um, there, you meet so many of these people that they don't, that they have the technical prowess, but the conversational skills and the you know the fear of interaction is a very real thing. Yeah, and totally normal. Yep, good on you, Jeremy. And uh, Juan, thank you so much for your comment.
1: .NET Rocks mug is on its way to you. If you'd like a .NET Rocks mug, write a comment on the website at .NET Rocks.com
0: or via any of our social media. We publish every show to Google Plus and Facebook, and if you comment there, we read it on the show, we'll send you a mug. Absolutely. And you can follow us on Twitter. He's at Rich Campbell. I'm at Carl Franklin. And uh, send us tweets. We eat him for snacks. Nice. They're like pretzels. <laughs> <laughs> <It's> so tasty. <laughs> we're in serious trouble on this show. Oh, we are. Yeah, we have a very silly person in our midst. <laughs> and it's not just us. <laughs> she makes us silly. <laughs> so let me introduce Jessie. As the founder and owner of the Improv Effect, Jessie Sternschuss weds her lifelong passion for and expertise in applied improvisation with the fast paced demands of the corporate world. In her classes and workshops, she helps people become better listeners. Better team players, leaders, and communicators. Her physically engaging and playful workshops are relevant to all fields of life. Participants of her workshops vary from college professors to engineers and from web developers to lawyers. Lawyers? Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> How long does it take a lawyer to uh, get into an improv game? A long time. Yeah, I bet. I bet. You think developers are yeah. tough? <laughs>
2: yeah the other spectrum
0: (laughs) yeah you must have experienced this talking to developers and technical people that the just the shyness and the yeah that that
2: comment actually really spoke to me because i feel like that's a large majority of who my typical participant is in a session so uh you know you have to have that in mind to make sure you're tiptoeing into it and making them feel comfortable
1: we've all had this experience too that you can create an environment where it's acceptable Mm -hmm to be you know, more interactive. Mm. We, the way we do .NET Rock's live shows, I think part of that silliness that we do toward at the beginning when we're getting things going is yeah. about saying to everyone, hey, this is fun. Right, right. So, right. <laughs> It's okay <to laughs> Everything's fun. Go right, crazy for exactly. a long time. have some fun with it. And I know having... You know the crazy thing, Jesse, when we... We met you at Codemash years ago now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Three, four years yeah. ago. We did oh, that? Wow. We did a, a, a vignette show with you then. I think we've pretty much been inseparable ever yeah. since. <laughs> well, like, I feel like we we've ridden Ferris wheels together. together. We have. Yeah. More than one, I <laughs> yes, think. Yes, yes. Uh, but this is only the second time I've been on the show, so yeah. it's kind of nutty. Yeah. But you have, I mean, I like that you... You hang with the dev crew without being a developer. Yeah, right? I th-
2: I think it's what I prefer. I, I think <laughs> just because of, you know, some of my first clients were, you know, Ruby developers. And then I was like, this is actually a great marriage of skills mm-hmm. that come together. And, and some of it is because there is a really huge need for communication yeah. and collaboration skills. And I don't know, I just, I feel at home even though, yeah, I haven't... Written a lick of code in my life, but I feel like, you know, these are my people.
0: And so you engage them in improv and in games that typically require, you know, kind of instant thought and, and, uh, yeah, and even just participation.
2: sensitivity, like having empathy for somebody who. You know, may be really nervous to do these kinds of things and yeah. talk about how that relates to the people on your team. How mm-hmm. can you set those people up for success? Improv is all about how do you set people up for success by understanding their strengths and weaknesses. Right,
0: and sometimes, I, you, you know, we, we're sort of creeping around this, but sometimes uh, developers can come off as sort of acerbic when they're really just trying to fit in, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. They can come off as being, you know, uh, what, am, what am I trying to say? You know, put downish. Yeah, and true. they're really just trying to say, you know, Hey guys, I right. want to participate right. here. Yeah. I'm here too. Yeah. Yep. So it, yeah, it,
1: I don't want to presume that we're all sort of socially incompetent, but, uh, I do think this is a conversation we were having earlier today as well. just, there's a need in our industry now to communicate more than ever before mm. and yeah. communicate, not just among our peers either. You yeah. know? Right. We've never had a higher demand to understand what the customer really needs. We mm-hmm. sort of walk through those processes and, you know, step in other people's shoes, and we're not in an industry that encourages that normally. Right, and, 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 and now it's required,
2: and, you know, yeah. you, and it's different to talk internally to a team or to one other person than it is to talk to your client or your customer or cross-functionally, you Absolutely. know. Absolutely.
0: So when you do these games, and we'll talk about some of the ones that you do and mm-hmm. the things that you do in, in the improv classes, mm-hmm. what is the outcome? I mean, what are we trying to do? What are we trying to uh, give people? Yeah. <laughs> so, what happens to them after they go through this?
2: So, I think it depends on what the customer comes in wanting. So, mm-hmm. it usually falls under three umbrellas. So, it's either communication skills, mm-hmm. uh, collaboration, so how do the teams work with each other, or creative problem solving. So, depending on what they're looking for, let's say it's creative problem solving, they might want to think of like the next phase of their product or how to make a process better. And so instead of just doing a regular design thinking, there's ways that you can incorporate improv and other experiential techniques and get everybody to really like push past the first couple of ideas and come up with something that their competitor isn't coming up with. So
0: A lot of it is maybe not being afraid to suggest something that make, make me look stupid. Exactly. Example, exactly.
2: You know? So you set that same tone that you would with an improv troupe, which is, using that yes and and saying like no idea no matter how crazy is is bad and so that way every yes voice and? Uh, yes and exactly the, the core <laughs> of improv yeah and that way the that everybody the quiet people and the loud people everybody's heard and validated and then from that environment you create a space where they can do something great
0: that's a very powerful thing you just mentioned here yes and 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 now my brain's off on that (laughs) but i think what you're saying is when somebody makes a suggestion Mm -hmm. is talking to you like Mm -hmm. you know you're having a conversation with somebody Mm -hmm. yes and means i'm validating what you're saying and adding to it
2: exactly it's about building the momentum pushing it forward
0: right instead of giving the impression that I'm not listening to you, and here's a better solution. Exactly, yeah.
2: exactly. Because the thing that happens is when somebody feels the courage even to speak up and mm. get put an idea in the pot, and then it gets like hit with some you know negative response, then they either just shut down completely right. or they get defensive.
1: And the, and the engineering process, the validation process, can be remarkably negative, right? Yeah, like you, yeah. you. It's not an unreasonable thing thinking from an engineer's perspective what is wrong with that idea mm-hmm. find all those things first in mm-hmm. some ways that's easier mm-hmm. than than going a more positive route mm-hmm. you know i'm so there's a reason why we tend to go that way. It's just that that also suppresses ideas in the process. Right. So mm. I
2: think, like, yes, and definitely takes a little longer to get there. Mm-hmm. But if it's taking longer and everybody's still on board, then, you know, right. then it's worth it. Yeah, if, absolutely. If you get to the node so quickly that half the people shut down and you never hear from them, then, like, <laughs> what was the point anyway? Yep. <laughs> you know, what like... Are we trying to do? Yeah. Then? So...
0: Have you ever had people be downright hostile to you for trying to draw them out and making them feel... Not Certain.
2: Not really. So I, I think I'm extremely sensitive to who's in the room. Like, mm. my thing is about reading the environment and understanding the dynamics of people mm. and trying to get everybody, like, on the same page as quick as possible. Because if I don't, then all hell breaks loose, right? right. So, like, then you might have somebody that's hostile or whatever. So it's how do I, like get <laughs> make the magic happen so that we can do certain things and get to the objective
0: it seems like you also have to have just to be able to participate in a in a thing like this that kind of makes everybody feel a little silly yeah you sort of have to have a little emotional intelligence yes. right and take responsibility for your feelings
2: exactly and also like be able to make fun of yourself you right. know what I mean like yeah. say you know I'm gonna I'm gonna set the bar really low because I'm probably gonna make some mistake <laughs> as we go through this thing and then all of a sudden it's like acceptable to just be whatever sure you know
0: Hey, Rockheads. As Richard and I travel the world for the Azure World Tour, we're telling people all about our dev-centric friends at Stackify. They've been awarded PC Magazine Editor's Choice for application performance management, stating, and I quote, The depth of application information provided by Stackify totally outshine the other products in this category, end quote. Because Stackify so successfully integrates errors, logs, and metrics into a core APM Plus tool, it's a must-have for .NET developers. Which is why PCMag's Paul Farrell calls it one of the best infrastructure management services of 2015. Try Stackify now for free, and they'll ship you their coveted Developers Against Humanity card game. Just activate your account. Use the link bit.ly slash netrocks to build better apps faster and get your free game. So what are some of the things that you do? I mean, improv, I, I love improv comedy. Yeah. But what what is, uh, give me a typical game that you play.
2: So one game I like to play that uses yes and, like we were talking about, it's called Good Times. And what you okay. do is you have two people come together and they create a fake memory together Uh and so the first person (laughs) initiates an idea and they're like hey remember when we went to Mexico last summer and then the other person goes yeah (laughs) and you you know you had this awesome bathing suit yeah (laughs) and you got eaten by a shark yeah and so so, and so you just basically go back and forth you know Uh, and so all of a sudden like the energy in the room changes you know they may or may not have done something illegal but it's okay Day, you know
0: you know we actually saw Mark Maron and Margaret Cho do that yes. live on stage, and it was kind of risque oh yeah, <laughs> but it Not was yet. hilarious, <laughs> and at some point you were beginning to think. Is this, did this really happen? <laughs> Is This for real, or yeah, are you and guys making? Of course, happen? you know, Marin just like broke down and started laughing at one point. <laughs>
2: <Yes>. <laughs> Which there's nothing better than seeing an improviser break. Right. I think it's yep. so funny. That's right. Yeah, I just I love that because then all of a sudden there's like this collaborative feeling. It didn't have to be painful. It's fun, you know. And they learn about how to like push their agenda aside for the right. betterment of the group. Yeah, you know.
1: Interesting. <laughs> now. This idea, I mean, you've been doing this for a while. Yeah. But recently, you've sort of engaged in the the, the sort of HR side of onboarding new employees, mm-hmm. which doesn't sound like...
0: <laughs> <laughs> what? I on, know, right? Onboarding means the process they go through when they take on a new job.
2: Right. So yeah. it's for new hires, not like customers onboarding onto a product. Yeah. Right. So, yeah, what's what's really interesting is... I got the opportunity to do some onboarding. Somebody else who was in my training in a completely different context put the pieces together and was like, we actually need this for our new hires. We don't Mm. do onboarding very well. Mm. Can you help me? And as soon as they said that, it was like the light bulb when I was like, oh, my gosh, this is every single thing that I love to do that the things that we do help with can be packaged in a really great onboarding experience. Yeah. You know, when
1: I put my IT hat on, onboarding from an IT perspective is we get your email account, we get you through mm-hmm. security firewalls, that's right. where you get your, your pass to get in the building. Yep. Like, all of the stuff. Right? Show you where the coffee is. Yeah, here's the, <laughs> yep, co- the Here's the desk, you know, that, that sort
0: of thing, right? all we, right. we do that sort of technological onboarding. Yep. But there's oh, more.
2: There is. There's a lot more. By so, the way,
0: Bob has his lunch on the left in the fridge and if you touch it, you die. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and Bob ropes. has written
2: all over Over his lunch bag. Yes, yes, it's it's duct taped to the bottom of the refrigerator
1: with the big cross.
2: Skull and crossbones. You will die. (laughs) Poison.
1: I have taken the antidote. If you eat this egg salad, you will die.
2: So that's a fantastic first experience. Uh, So, so I mean, there's only you can only go up from that. that. So, (laughs) thank goodness. Uh, So yeah, it's it's the idea that like companies can make a better first impression. A yeah. lot of companies that have rapid growth, especially in technology, they do all the standard things, mm. but there's, there's really no reflection of their values, their culture, like what the big picture is, how their job fits into the big picture of the business, yeah. and things like that. And instead of making it stale and saying like, here's a wiki page, go have fun. You know, how about, is that
1: really what people do? Yes. Mm. And it's,
2: it's all the time. Wow. Like, in multiple companies, they just, and the wiki page is not, hasn't been updated for like a year so or two. So Not only am I dumping you on a wiki page, <laughs> yeah, yeah. but it's wrong. It's all it's wrong. wrong. Yeah. So, Your first that's fashion exercise. Is to <laughs> yes, it. Exactly. Exactly. See how simple it is to make yeah, it better. See what I did there? I know, I just seriously. Did two pieces of <laughs> crap
1: and made something so, good out of it. Well, I know I feel better. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And there's, I think there's nothing worse than going into company and they're like, we are innovative. Like, yeah, what does right. that even mean? You know? Right. And so, how are you and Exactly. Show me. So I, I, I tell people it's using the show-don't-tell approach. So mm. show me, have me experience in the first mm. few days what it is like to be in this innovative company and yeah. what are your values. Show me that through the exercises I do. And it, it even works with remote teams. So mm-hmm. some, of, some of these tech teams, right, they have new onboarding or new hires that are all over the place yeah. and they're coming on at the same time. And so... You know, we might take a tool like, um let's see, HipChat or Slack. And instead of just saying, we need you to sign into that because that's how our teams communicate, we then make it like an activity. Like, uh-huh. you know, let's throw in a GIF. And like, it's all of a sudden you start to see the personalities of people and they're maybe not even sitting in the room. Mm-hmm. Do you, you think know? it's...
0: Do you, do you ever do this sort of the stealth approach where you just go to lunch with people and yeah. then you start up a conversation <laughs> yeah. and then by the end of lunch, you're playing a game? <laughs>
2: yeah, You're like, oh, I didn't realize <laughs> I just... Yeah, it's like...
0: Because sometimes like the official... <laughs> You're, you know, nine o'clock in the morning, improv class with Jesse Stern Shoes. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, they get out the inhaler. Yeah. Like, yeah, they they're like, <gasps> the inhaler like they're yeah. like, sitting there with a coffee and their legs crossed <laughs> <laughs> and arms folded. They're like, all right, what is this BS? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but right. if
2: you, yeah, if you like stealth it in and then exactly. they're like, oh, that was actually fun.
0: Yeah. <laughs> one of the, one of the games that you taught us to play when we met you in Code Mash was um, where everybody goes around a circle, you make up a word. Mm-hmm. And it's the yes. silly word, gibberish dictionary, and then everybody else has to define it. You <laughs> yes,
2: know? yes. And
0: and I got to tell you, every time I go on a trip with my girls, mm-hmm. we play that in the car, that's and so they awesome. love it. They can't wait to play. You know, yeah, you know?
2: I think that's a nice thing too. Is like improv appeals to to everybody. It doesn't have to just be for business. It can be, you yeah. know, something you play with your spouse, with your kids, you know, it's it's fun. It
0: just helps people lower
1: their guard, I think. Yeah, yeah.
2: and connect to each other.
1: And when you get that moment of Seeing how people think too, mm-hmm. right? The, mm-hmm. in a little bit more of a lighthearted way.
2: Yeah, I've I've even been asked at some companies so to even before the onboarding process for the hiring process. Mm. So do some kind of activities because it's so revealing in mm-hmm. terms of the way these people are sort of. Made and what gaps they might fill for a new team and what really wouldn't work, like what yeah. would change the chemistry of the team. Those things show up so fast in improv that it's you can so tell right away. So far,
0: i reading a guy's resume. <laughs> yeah. Right? Right. Like, yeah. This is not on your resume. <laughs> right. Right. I'm thinking of the game Werewolf now, right. which is very revealing about how people lie. Yes. Yeah. Which, yeah. Is, which is a, you know, is that a similar dangerous, to resumes. <laughs> is that dangerous territory with new <laughs> hires? <or>? talented liar. <laughs> yeah. Right <on> the resume. <laughs> yeah <a> special skill.
2: <laughs> Uh, yeah, I I don't think so because no. I think what happens is again like just like we said the wiki page for onboarding a resume is so passive you mm, know right. like and we don't know if they just they're just making stuff sure. up so instead in five minutes figure out if this person can is good at like letting go of agendas as good mm. as at listening is you know needs all those like soft skills that balance out the technical skills. I,
1: I, I have found and we, we, we've played games like that you also find out who's a fierce competitor. Yes. Like, yeah. hates yes. To lose yes. Kind of thing. Yes. Like That's you. That. Me. <laughs> <laughs> we also like, very I, good I once liar. met
2: this guy who he hated to lose. His name was Schmisherd. <laughs> <laughs> And sometimes for their role, that might be a good thing, and yeah. sometimes it's not. You know, well, and,
1: and just being aware of it. Right? Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, I I appreciate the idea of having built lots of teams. It's like you just need to know how the jigsaw puzzle pieces fit together. Right. I want us to value the differences. You know, to right. take on all those different skill sets, so that everybody gets to do you know what's really effective for them. Exactly. You don't have to do the things that you struggle with because there's other people who don't struggle with those. Things. Right.
2: Right. And what happens is if the company is growing really, really fast, they get so desperate to find developers or people to fit those holes and they forget to look at all the other things that make that person work. Right. And they just look at their technical chops and then it ends up ruining like the energy and,
1: and it's remarkable cohesiveness. how one bad fit can take down a whole it's team. Poisonous.
2: Like, yeah, it it's, it's poisonous. Like it is poisonous. It's stunning
1: the yeah. effect that it has. Yeah. I think the other the other element of it and you know having lived in a management role for quite a long time is your confidence as a manager quickly falls. Like your perceived competence when you can't pluck that bad apple out because mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you're so busy working on other things. Like yeah. it is incredible. Not only is it just fundamentally the team is no longer as functional because you're dealing with a bad fit, mm-hmm. but yeah, whole credibility of the organization starts taking a hit. The counter that's also true when we have had to resize and reorganize and change things around like mm-hmm. that. Uh, the reaction of folks saying, ah. Oh, thank goodness you did the right thing. Yeah. Like, you're not as big an idiot as I exactly. thought you were.
2: Exactly. And in improv workshops, one of the things we do is we're constantly um, taking the dynamics and switching them throughout the entire training. Mm-hmm. So we'll have them work with a pair, then we'll have them work in threes, then we'll have them work with another another pair totally different, and then four, and then a whole group. And we're co- what we're trying to do is simulate like, simulate life, right? right? So like you're not always going to be on the same team working on the same project, on the same delivery team. So... It, because or, of that, or should
1: you be right? Right, like, you and want so, to change that stuff but you around.
2: don't get you usually don't get any practice around what it's like to change those dynamics right. between people, and yet you're constantly being switched on and off different teams, and so I like to make it as realistic as possible. So mm. just when they got you know comfortable, and then you're pair programming with somebody completely different right. and how do you find that chemistry with somebody different it might not be the same way you did it with the other it's person. It's almost
0: certainly not going to be.
2: Yeah. Right? Like Is, I think yeah.
0: That's useful. Is yeah. there a game you can play one-on-one when interviewing somebody for a potential job i mean before they
2: yeah um so it's hard to find games that are like just one single person so typically when i work on stuff like that with companies we have them play with the team they're going to come on usually the one-on-one stuff is more centered around like presentation skills Mm -hmm. where they're going to have a leadership position Mm -hmm. and they're going to have to present the product or idea like formally and informally. So. And the new hire
1: working well with you is not actually all that useful for the company. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like we we
2: have great chemistry, but I'm not actually on your team. So so yeah. So it's it's typically not a solo act.
1: You know, this is the mythical man month problem, right? I, I'm going to add another person to the team. And not only are we not going to go faster, we are going to go slower because one of my productive resources is going to take a certain amount of their time mm-hmm. to help this new resource mm-hmm. be effective.
2: Right. And, and in that case, you have to think about the big picture. You can't think about the thing right in front of your face. But if you take the time and do things in the right way... Then in the end, you'll achieve whatever vision yeah. it is you've planned. It's not optional.
1: Back. We need you. You know, one way you'll never fix this problem is by not hiring anybody.
2: <laughs> exactly. But if you don't account for the actual <laughs> cost, right? Weird. Right? <laughs> I it's know. Like, so you strange. you we can never fix this. <laughs> <laughs> don't hire anybody. Don't hire yeah. anyone. Right.
1: <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Perfect. But. If you don't account for the actual comp, the, I think one of the reasons that I see such bad onboarding is because they're trying to minimize the impact on the team, which just really means the new hire is completely ineffective for a long time. For a
2: really long time. Mm-hmm. And, and that's that's one of the outcomes we're looking for is yeah. how quickly can they be an effective employee right. and what does effective mean to you? And so... What will happen is usually we'll come in and we'll do the generic onboarding. So more of like what every single employee from every single department needs to know. And then what typically happens is we'll help write the engineering onboarding, which is an add-on. So they need... Like technical tools, they need to know like how if they're agile, how they do sprints, how they work, blah, blah, blah. And that isn't like the same information th- the salesperson needs, for instance, that was also hired at the same time. So, yeah. um, so, again, we're thinking about like how can we make that onboarding match the audience, you know?
1: Sure. I think uh, Phil told this story, Phil Hack, about one of the onboarding processes at GitHub is mm-hmm. on your first day, you check in code. Mm-hmm. I right, yeah. like you, you. Put through a pull request on into the into the GitHub library. Yeah,
2: right. and that's that's actually becoming more and more popular. So yeah. usually it's not the first day, but a lot of times it's the first week. By the first week, we have some project we want you to do. Some contribution yeah. made, and mm-hmm. and then you're going to have a mentor, an ambassador, whatever you want to yeah. call it, to kind of see you through. Well, when that, that person's like. measured
1: by the fact that you could get that code in as well. Like, yeah. but I think it's a real strong cultural statement. Mm-hmm. You know, we're a business of getting code into the repositories, yeah. getting right. stuff done.
0: And not just a GitHub, too.
1: Yeah, I I would hope. Yeah. Right? I mean, I'm citing the particular example, it just just hit me. But when you think about how do you manifest your culture to your new hires. Yeah. The guys who are just coming on board. This is what's important to <laughs> right.
2: us. Or the flip side, like I'm not going to name the name of the company, but <laughs> uh, so there was a guy who was coming on to an engineering team and he showed up at their office. First of all, he couldn't get into the building. Then he finally gets in. Nobody greets him. He comes up to the right floor and there's nobody sitting at the reception desk. And he literally stayed there for two hours with people just walking right past him but nobody knew there was somebody mm. new coming and he sat there and his first impression was literally like I mean, how ne- yes yeah, exactly right. and so awkward when you're it's already awkward to have your first day at any job right, right. you know and people just kept passing him by because they were hiring so fast they didn't know who's new who's already on right. a team nobody like took the responsibility of being somebody to like even just welcome him
1: mm. and just well, that just simple say, thing would have, have been are who are you yeah why are you, <laughs> yeah. why are you here so he
2: sat at an empty Reception desk with uh, there was like a screen where it was running their culture video like wow over awesome. and over again I'm How like
0: great we are. <laughs> I'm like
2: that is so ironic <laughs> <That's> like. <terrible. laughs>
0: <laughs> hey Richard Yeah buddy Guess what time it is now uh, It must be that happy time again That's right It's time to let Jesse Define the word Tell gibble dibble Sub a Ricky Bash a mart Gabble binger dipsoid
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Can't wait <laughs> I think
1: you can get a cream for that <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: <laughs> Well clearly that is um, When there's a meetup group For people who play Scrabble And they just get so pissed off Because they are all like alpha And that's and what they say Yeah yeah. So yes, and then they they. Tell it to tell something about smart animal finger And then they flip the board, and then they That's leave.
0: Right. <laughs> On a triple award score, bye. <laughs> something Yosemite Sam would say, right? <laughs> Actually, it's time to give away a de-experience subscription from Developer Express to one lucky member of the .NET Rocks fan club. But first, become a UI superhero with DevExpress UI controls and libraries and deliver elegant .NET solutions that address customer needs today and leverage your existing knowledge to build next-generation touch-enabled solutions for tomorrow. Whether it's an Office-inspired application or a data-centric analytics dashboard, DevExpress Universal ships with everything you'll need to build your best without limits or compromise. Learn more and download your free 30-day trial at devexpress.com superhero. All right, buddy. Who's our winner? Today's winner, Richard, is Don Kitchen. Congratulations, Don. Golf flat for you, sir. Lovely. Very (laughs) Very nice. Very nice. Uh, Smashing. (laughs) And uh, Don just won Dev DevExpress's Experience subscription. That's a big pile of awesome from them. And if you don't know what we're doing here, go to .netrocks.com, click on the big Get Free Stuff button, answer a few questions, and join the .netrocks fan club. We have thousands of members all over the world. In every show, we like to give away stuff from our sponsors. And every December, we give away a $5,000 technology shopping spree to one lucky member of the fan club. But you've got to sign up to win Jesse, Yes. <laughs> you had $5,000 to spend right now on technology. <laughs> improv technology, perhaps. Improv
2: technology. Wow. Yes. <laughs> Is that improv- just rubber chicken? <laughs> yeah. I'm <laughs> like, huh? But clown, they have a GPS. cloud shoes. <laughs> cloud shoes. <laughs> Perfect. Exploding cloud Exploding clown shoes. Clown shoes. <laughs> you just push a button. and Boom. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, that's that's it. Just a ton of clown <laughs> shoes that blow up. <laughs>
0: sure there's not anything else you need.
2: <laughs> No, I mean, really. What else does uh, one a need? A truck
0: full of props. <laughs>
2: yes. <laughs> Just, Just like some and wigs and um, <laughs> some fake teeth, please.
0: You drive up in, you know, like a psychedelic painted truck. You know, <laughs> <laughs> wanna, you, you're going to refit your whole tickle truck, aren't you? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The wings that come out the side of your car. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Perfect. Oh, my God. Stanky that yeah. yeah.
2: I like it. Uh-huh. Yeah? I like it. Okay. Perfect.
1: No gadgets? <laughs>
2: <laughs> I mean... Maybe like a, a scene starter, so like you get new ideas for prompts for scenes oh, or something nice. like that. That would be kind of cool and probably simple to build. Actually, <laughs>
0: might be an app, right? Yeah, an app yeah. that picks random nouns, verbs, yeah. and yeah, creates environments sentences. or
2: whatever. Yeah, that
0: I like could, that, that, that would idea. That'd be
2: kind of cool.
1: The family was distressed by <laughs> yes. an injured albatross, <laughs> a
2: blow-up clown shoe, <laughs> and a rubber chicken. Go.
0: Oh, <laughs> Go. Yeah. Go.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh, how about a series of melted clocks, Dolly style?
2: Yes. Totally Dolly style, though.
0: Just like, hang on people. <laughs>
2: yes, yes. You, <laughs> you know just we... silently stick it on someone right.
1: and walk away. Yeah, you don't actually want to be that sticky. You just want to be kind of floppy. Floppy. <laughs> floppy a little clock. floppy. Yes, yeah, floppy Floppy, and,
2: clocks. floppy and
0: Distorted and skewed in some way. <laughs> yes. Well, that's the floppiness, really. Is to make it from a pizza dough. Yeah. Like you know, you print on a pizza dough a clock, and then just hang it on somebody's arm. Perfect. That be great? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that wouldn't be that expensive. It's yeah. the, you could buy a lot of those for five thousand
2: yes. dollars. <laughs> yes. Thank goodness. That's what I've always wanted. <laughs> oh my gosh, we have this great game where you mash two things together. That totally reminds me of that.
1: Okay. Clocks and pizza.
2: Yeah. You want to try it? Pizza time. <laughs> yeah.
0: Sure, go ahead. Oh, so what Please. you do
2: is I'm going to have you guys do it. So you have to think of an object. Okay, so get an object in your mind, and it can't be pizza clock. Okay. All right, and then I'm going to count to three, and then you're going to say those two objects at each other, All and you're right. going to yes and and explore what is this new product, what okay. does it do, who's stealing your business, that kind of stuff. Sure. All right?
1: You don't understand. The word object means... A lot yes. To the <laughs> yes. <developer. laughs> yes.
2: Whatever you say is fine. <laughs> really? All right. Anything? Anything. Anything. Like the pizza clock. Nice. All right. Ready? Yeah. One, two, three.
0: Depth perception.
2: Oops. You didn't say your thing. <laughs> So What's start again <laughs> Start again I was
0: going to say I dispatch But that's just me <laughs> That's an interface Not an object That's true What's the matter you Alright start over <laughs> We've done this all Alright you have
2: to say it At the same time but So you I'll can't I gotta
0: pick another one Yeah now. pick no. another object Alright
2: Alright Or food Or whatever you want Alright um, And say them at the exact same time Alright ready Alright one Two three
0: Pencil shavings Did <laughs> 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 you say shaving dish? I said chafing dish Chafing dish yeah. And Pencil shavings Pen- Okay.
2: Wow. Okay, so let's talk about what this product
0: is. I don't even know what a chafing dish is. It's a thing that keeps pencil shavings warm.
2: (laughs) Oh. (laughs) How convenient. (laughs) How
0: did you know?
2: (laughs) What else does it do?
0: (laughs) Uh,. Uh, flavors scotch,
2: <laughs> so convenient. Yes, and who? Warm scotch. Yes, <laughs> who's stealing your business? What the heck is a
0: what is it? Again? A chafing
1: dish. Chafing dish. <laughs> it's <laughs> a thing that keeps pencil shavings warm. <laughs> no, seriously, <laughs> seriously, <Did you> just <laughs> make
0: make <that> <laughs> keep them warm.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what
2: could the name of your product be? <sighs>
0: Richard's Discount RichardsDiscountChafingDishes.com
2: <laughs> <laughs> You already have the website. Check it's, out the URL and see yeah. if it's taken. Uh, URL. We need to yeah. register that. Yeah. I'm registering yeah. it right yeah. now, actually. <laughs> you guys. All right. Whole no, new no. business.
1: I love this, but I want to talk about this idea uh, Kill that joy. we can, like, we see all the video. You, you described it. Videos of our culture, right? That whole <laughs> yeah. thing. And then... Like, who better to demonstrate the culture to than the new hire? Like mm-hmm. that—that's the thing. And mm. if you—if you can't wrap up your culture in something tight enough that the the person who's really desperate to connect mm. with the organization uh, is there—and and I think that's what I loved about the whole GitHub—you know, you're going to check in some code today—kind mm-hmm. of mindset. It's like this is a physical manifestation of culture. If you're going to make that kind of video, you pretty much should be manifesting all of those elements in that video, exactly. mm. to and that typ- person.
2: And typically, it. They don't. It stops at the video. Like,
1: which and so they which like is to, also a cultural statement. <laughs> yes, it <Yeah>. is. <laughs> this is a law. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> well,
2: no, exactly. So, I mean, there's so many things you can do to get the new set of hires onboarded, you know, and, and make it fun and make it reflect the culture. I mean, right. right away, you can get people, like... Bonding and sharing laughs with each other. And then all of a sudden we're feeling our cu- your culture versus like being told
0: right. yes. what yeah. it it's is. Real our, yeah. that it's real. Yeah. Then our culture's on the way. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it moves from it, it becomes an object. Yeah. In, is no longer just an interface. Yeah. The other, one, the other person I know that had fun with culture was uh, Stefan Forte. Yeah,
1: yeah. When he ran uh, the dev side, he was the CTO for Zagat. Mm-hmm. Part of your onboarding process, along with your card and all that sort of thing, were Nerf dart guns.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, because if exactly. you broke the build, you yeah. got shot with a yeah. Nerf dart. Or yeah, you, nice. you know, they had a
0: game too where they had to get a dart, a Nerf dart, into a chafing dish. <laughs>
2: But <laughs> and displace all <laughs> those pencils. Yeah, they pencil they just went the everywhere. Tree. Everywhere,
0: yeah, exactly. <laughs> think better up their than a warm shoes. Nerf dart.
2: <laughs> yes, I always say that, too. And then too. somebody
0: had to come by with a vooper and, and clean it up. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, there's, there's really lots of things you can do to make that experience great like you could do the mashup game right away you could do good times with somebody you've never met before and all of a sudden you're laughing together and you're you're showing them like how we collaborate at our company we're showing how we play with ideas how we're creative how we build off of each other
0: so here's another game that i like to play with my family it's called how's yours
2: Uh (laughs) uh-huh have you heard of this game this is is a game you don't
0: need anything to play you nothing maybe a pad and a pencil But uh, one person leaves the room. Mm -hmm. Everybody else agrees on one thing that they all have. Mm -hmm. Now, they don't have to have the same thing, but it could be a cell phone, a passport, or it could be something abstract like a sense of humor. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, uh, one of the good ones they pulled on me was a sister. Uh Whatever it is Uh that they all have it. Then the other person comes back and they ask each person in turn, so, Richard, how's yours? And you have to give them an adjective.
2: Oh my that gosh, that's hilarious. And they have no idea, right? And
0: you, you have no idea. <laughs> so you're what it thinking is. like you're all sorts to,
2: of crazy things. That's, that's, right. that's so great. That's right. I love it. So the
0: so the, you know, how's yours? And my wife says bitchy. <laughs> I'm like, Okay. And, you know, and the other one says, uh, lazy, you know, like they're just all these crazy things that don't mean anything together. Always
2: always uh Always comes over unexpectedly.
0: Yeah. (laughs) It's a great game. (laughs) Yeah. How's yours?
2: I think I love the idea. There's a lot of improv games like that. Mm. There are these question games where you send somebody out of the room, and then they have to figure out what it is that you picked. And it's, if you really have empathy for that person, because when they come in, like... It could be anything in the whole wide world, and somehow they need to narrow it down. And
0: you can feel ganged up on, because they're all laughing at at what you're thinking. thinking, And you
2: you may or may not be narrowing it down in the right way, because those adjectives could be like describing five other ridiculous things. Right.
1: I love it. People do get angry at right? yeah. a point where you do figure it out and say why was any of these things relevant to that yeah. right. Right, right, right.
2: we do another fun game for onboarding it's called acronyms so typically companies you know have their own language at some point they're like just speaking in a bunch of acronyms yeah, yeah. and so mm. when you're a new hire and you come into that environment you're like I have no idea what these people are talking about right. and they use that language so often that they don't even realize they're right. speaking in acronyms so what we'll do is we'll get a list of real acronyms from the company and then all the new hires take like one will take one off the thing like MSN or something and then Mm -hmm. they point to somebody else and that person has to rename like what does that acronym stand for (laughs) and then then they pick a different acronym point to another person and so they're like that's
0: funny and helpful because that that hu- emotion, that humor yep. around the acronym burns it in.
2: Exactly, the real, exactly. The real so meaning. it sticks, right? Yeah, it sticks. And it also shows the people on their team to like have some idea of what it was like when it was their first day and right. everything seemed foreign. Yeah. You know, it's kind of like everyone's speaking gibberish, and mm. so it's funny to hear what those people think those things are. That's you know?
0: really great. So great
1: idea, mobile sauce naturalizer.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yes, <we're>, yes.
1: <laughs>
0: welcome to the cereal edition. <laughs> <laughs> And it rocks. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I Think love about it. how many times you've gone
1: on to a new project uh, or come to a new company as a consultant to build mm. some software. And the process of building that software, you have to study the workflow of that business. Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, in the end, all we're doing is, is taking that workflow and digitizing it in some form. And in the process of doing that, you scrutinize that workflow. Yeah, and you, you end you, up being a business consultant. Yeah, you end,
0: you're, you're, and you sort of look at it and go. This does everybody see this? This right. It's it seems kind of dumb. And then they usually say, "Yeah, but yeah, that's but... the way we do it. Yeah. There's not going to change now." And often, you, but you do end up changing because as soon as you start, as soon as it's oh digitized, right? Yeah. Like
1: you, well, as soon as you're the new guy, like mm. you don't know anything, so you're just going around pointing at elephants, going. Y'all know that's an elephant. Yeah. Yeah.
2: (laughs) I I love that. But when
1: you start outing those elephants, they start addressing them. It's like, we're about to spend a whole bunch of money making this elephant permanent. Yeah, right. Shouldn't we fix the elephant? Mm -hmm. But I'm just thinking from this culture perspective, the process of actually coming up with a really great onboarding process Mm -hmm. is also the process of really refining or defining what your culture actually is?
2: It is, and that's is, that's typically where we start. So we do an assessment to really kind of understand what are the values, what are the culture, what are the expectations to get this person to where they need to be to be able to work. Uh, and it also sh-
1: strikes me this is intentional culture because we all have culture no matter right, what. Right. Right. The question is, what culture are you actually demonstrating to the right. people? Right. Hmm.
2: Right. And then it varies, right, from office to office. So if you go to their office in Chicago and then their office in. London, it's there's very different things because sure. of just even where they're located, but what is the overarching culture that should feel like their company no matter where you go?
1: Well, and, and it can't all be the same because people aren't the same. Exactly. You, know, you, you cited a great example. like Chicago and London. Yeah. you know mm-hmm. The UK culture is different yeah. from an American culture. And yeah. It needs to be representative of the population yeah. available. Yeah. You can't and so, force that culture. Exactly. So
2: once you kind of define... Like what it is at its core, mm-hmm. then you're you're building more of a framework versus a script because yeah. it needs to be flexible to allow it to be authentic to whoever's leading it to right. wherever it is, and so it isn't scripted out at all. It's it's improvising well, within a set of hey, you don't want to
1: make it into a mold that everybody has to comply to,
2: right? Because then that just it won't work, you oh, know. It's and a the person li- and exactly, that's dumb. Mm-hmm. and the person leading it will feel uncomfortable also, yeah. you know. Well, so yeah. we'll say, okay, in this segment. We want you to tell a story that relates to why you enjoy this company or the things that we do. So we don't tell them what story to tell. Whoever's leading it gets to tell their own story so it's personal. Mm -hmm. So that's the way you leave it open-ended and make it seem authentic every time. You know, because it'd be really odd for me to tell your story and I've never been through it. Sure. And then it's right. like, but
1: you take a, sim- you take a common straight up cultural element. Like we, we value honesty. Mm-hmm. Everybody has a story of how their honesty was valued. Mm-hmm. They'll all be mm-hmm. different, but mm-hmm. they still yep. relates to a core value.
2: Yep. Yeah, and so you can you can start building this really awesome experience for these people to have. In fact, some of the companies where we built it, people who didn't go through the onboarding, the new onboarding, got mad. Like they, <laughs> I mean, and who gets mad about missing onboarding? You yeah, know, yeah, right. like I'm just and they're like, that well, didn't I didn't to get onboarding. to do onboarding, which is like the nicest compliment in the whole wide world. Wow. You sure. So
1: this thing that most people dread. Exactly.
2: Mm-hmm. And they're like, well, why don't we get to do that? Yeah, like you I can audit it if you want. <laughs> <shot>. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> exactly.
1: Exactly. It's nice. Really, it's really kind of cool, but yeah. it, it's, it's interesting how quickly you move away from the simple goal of make sure the new hire is productive soon. Yeah. And into this much broader conversation of what, the company's actually about mm-hmm. you know, okay.
2: and then you have people that have a shared experience from up front so if there's a couple of new hires at the same time they've all they've all shared an experience they've right. bonded mm-hmm. you know and that's nice too because when you go into a company you don't know anybody yeah, you know you, right. you automatically have somebody to go to lunch with yeah, now yeah, the you one know other guy you've been guy laughing anybody. together yeah yeah
1: but there's also a foxhole dynamic there too mhm uh, yeah. Then it ends up being them against the world.
2: Yeah. yeah. So you have to make sure you're designing it to where there's a team lunch or there's something where people from your team are part of the onboarding process at some point in the however many days they've mm-hmm. set aside to get things accomplished.
1: And lunch is, for me, I, I talk to team leads often about if you have not a- if you're not planning out all your lunches this week like you're wasting something mm-hmm. incredibly valuable exactly Humans maybe are, the most
2: valuable I, I, time. absolutely yeah. I
1: mean, we're deeply wired that the people we
0: break bread with are mm-hmm. people we trust
2: uh, amen one of the, one of the yeah. biggest <laughs> totally successes
0: agree. of my career was uh, when i had uh, the franklin's net training company and mm-hmm. i used to do classes that i wouldn't just have pizza for lunch brought in like right. we would actually all get out and go down the street to a you know family like yeah. a, a family run restaurant Usually, an ethnic restaurant or something, and all sit around a table and all talk, and and Indeed. that would last for an hour, hour and a half. Yeah, we'd have an extra hour and a half a day, but they're there for a week. Yeah, sure. It's like we can go an extra half an hour at night to Absolutely. make up for it. Well, and, and how
1: often are those conversations one of the most valuable things you can possibly Absolutely. do? In your That's class? way better in than anyway. a resume. Absolutely.
0: You know what yeah. I mean? <laughs> you yeah. know, yeah. No, it's really it's really interesting how that actually manifests out. Mm-hmm.
2: Definitely. Yep.
0: and then they can also help each other with the stuff that they're not getting.
1: Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm.
0: in the class. So, how do we turn these awesome ideas into action
1: items for the folks that are listening? Like, how do we help them start to improve?
2: I think their the, f- onboarding process? the first thing is to evaluate what's currently going on right. and say, like, could could we be doing better? You know, and and how could we improve? Is upon our onboarding
1: it? process so great that everybody yeah. wants to take it again and yeah. again. And again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's shoot for that. <laughs> yeah, let's go there as yeah. opposed to oh my god. Yeah. remember when you were new here? <laughs>
2: yeah, exactly. That was dreadful.
1: So yeah,
2: figure figure out like what what are those core values? What matters to you? And. Yeah. Does it reflect those things from the beginning, and how important it is is it to you to keep that new person you just hired around? What yep. if your company's
0: you know? core values suck?
2: Well, you probably should leave.
0: <laughs> 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 Here's your opportunity to change yeah. your company. Walk yeah. out or the door. Change and go to your lunch. company. So, yeah. let's say you know you're a manager, a mid-level mm-hmm. manager, and you're tasked with uh, hiring some new developers, and you're you know your corporate culture is one of, um, shall we say, I don't know, dictatorship, right? Mm -hmm. Very top-down, very controlling, that kind of Mm -hmm. thing. I mean, you're kind of stuck.
2: Yeah, I think what I would do is then if you can't focus on the absolute biggest thing, it's just too much to start with, Mm. focus on your team. Like, how can you you improve the onboarding of just your team? What is it like? What is that culture? How can we make that better mm-hmm. and do it that way start there so you can check the box you know and take those take those steps to to get to where you want to be and maybe because it's so successful the word will get out right. you know and it will slowly start to change
0: yeah hopefully hopefully do you ever have that experience where you go into some place and they they're they're looking at you to fix their culture which yeah, is and broken and they're like we have an off
2: site for like two hours and if you could fix our culture I'm like That'd oh thank <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah thanks well, I've got
0: this big red button <laughs> yeah. i <I'll> just
1: push <laughs> yeah, it yeah
2: <laughs> yeah my, my good. clown shoes will explode and we'll be great <laughs> yeah yeah I mean there's always like companies that call with ridiculous expectations yeah. and you have to explain to them that like if you want to make a significant change it's mm-hmm. going to take time and it's going to take practice and yeah. you can't shift in two hours when you start ten minutes late and you end early because everybody has some meeting they have to yeah. Right. All right, tell, yeah. us,
0: tell us one more game. That one you more play. game.
2: All right, so uh, we play a game, maybe this relates kind of to looking at a process and Reflecting on it So yeah. we play a game Called tear it down And so What we'll do Is we'll take The new hires We'll um, have them Tear down Some sort of product Not a product That that company has Somebody but, else's product Right Somebody else's and product by tear so, down You mean So by tear it down It means Rip this thing to shreds Like what are all the reasons Why this product is terrible Take okay. on the iPhone Yeah right? Exactly it. So it could be As simple as like A bicycle or mm-hmm. a chair To mm-hmm. as complicated As something that has Multi-functionality Right And so The,
0: the idea is not to to come up with a list of actual things that are bad about it but it's the whole process. Yes, it's the process
2: of looking back at what it is and so that then you switch over to something realistic, right? Something Mm. in the company and get like a new person's point of view, Mm -hmm. you know, and get them to look at something like you said, you know, that they're delivering and maybe look at it with a fresh perspective and they have the freedom now because they did it in a really fun way before, right? right? And then all of a sudden now it's more realistic.
1: Socially challenging. Right. Right, Mm -hmm. And then
2: you just take one small thing that you picked apart and you flip it and you say like, how can we improve just this tiny thing to make it better? Right. You know? And so then what does that do? That shows you that the, the company is innovative versus, you know, instead you're showing it through these exercises. And you sort
0: of maybe allowing them to overcome sort of the political fears about their about their job is my yep. job safe if I criticize y- this yep, product, sure, Yeah. You know?
2: And that's how you say like we're a transparent company. We validate, we want to hear from every single person. Every voice matters. Yeah. Really, do you? Yeah. But let's then find out. let's find out. Yeah. So you play this game and all of a sudden every voice actually matters and it's it's validated and yeah. people are thinking about it and they're or looking
0: it's yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> or that's blows right. up. Have you? Has that <laughs> happened? I'm,
2: I mean, sometimes it does because people—it's like their baby—that they've been working yeah. on that thing for a really long time. Yeah,
1: you know, you, why? It's the one guy in the room turning red. Yeah, you, yeah. You know. So
2: again, it's about setting that tone. That's why you start yeah. with something that's a little more light. Well, you sure. know? just
1: examining it doesn't mean actually changing it. We've exactly. Just examined it.
2: Exactly. Just
1: take a look. Yeah. It's, on, it's Pick on up the simple. rock. <laughs> well if you can't <laughs> see vision and, and destination, there's no chance of building a path too. Yeah. So you've got to come up with a destination first. Right and, mm-hmm. and
2: you have to keep evolving you can't just like just because your products work for a million years doesn't mean it will work tomorrow yeah. so you mm-hmm. have to look back and say like how can we keep evolving how can we be better
1: I also think you can come up with a, an objective that's, that the path is just too costly
2: yep. we'd love yep. to
1: get there mm-hmm. however this mm-hmm. is what it would take to get there.
2: right so now let's, let's make a game out of how do mm-hmm. we work within these constraints mm-hmm. like why can't it be fun to work within those things instead of thinking of it as like the worst thing and your hair's like on fire right. and you're running <laughs> out of the room They're
0: not just sitting on no. Oh, yeah. You heard about that. <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> that one time. Jesse, what's next for you? What's in your inbox?
2: Uh, so, let's see. I'm going uh, heading back from London to sunny Florida, which I'm excited to take my jacket off yeah. <laughs> and not be frozen. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and that's what I'm doing. And then I am actually working on a couple of companies onboarding. So sort of getting back wow. into the next phase of where do the people go after a week of onboarding? Now yeah. what is like the 30-day plan? Look right. like? So yeah. All
0: right, a great. lot of that stuff. Well, thanks a lot as always. It's always, I always <laughs> pick up something great when I talk to you.
2: Me too. That yes. was fun.
0: Fantastic. All right. And we'll see you next time on .NET Rocks.